Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're continuing Horror Month with 1986's Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, directed by John McNaughton, starring Michael Rooker. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Uh, something really spooky. Ooh, yeah? Yeah, it was a documentary. <laughs> Uh, called Until the Light Takes Us. Okay. Um, it's about Norwegian black metal. Sweet. Yeah. I want to see this. Oh, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a lot of fun, um, and you get to, like, you know, uh, be with all the great scumbags of, of, mm-hmm. of Oslo and Bergen, uh, particularly Varg Vikernes, uh, mm-hmm. inter- being interviewed in prison. Um, you know, man, these guys were just up to so much gar. I mean, like, like burning churches down and murdering each other. And Yep. Yeah, uh, it, what a scene. Killing their own drummers with his permission. <laughs> like, yeah. these guys are crazy. They are. Talk, they're nuts. If you don't think you're metal enough, you're not. Exactly. These guys are metal. Like, like, like all the, all, everything in America that, that right. we were this being is, warned about. This is bullshit. Exactly. I mean, like, like, God, people like at my church growing up were like warning us against the evils of Motley Crue. They had no idea what was actually happening just Motley. across the water, you know? <laughs> Motley Crue is just, oh, it's hairspray. Exactly. I mean, All they do is is go to strip clubs and, and shoot up. They're not doing anything like the guys in Mayhem. Yeah, they're not killing themselves in a church. No. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What's that one called again? Until the Light Takes Us. That's awesome. Yeah. I got to see this. Yes. I watched something else. I, I it wasn't about black metal, okay. but it was Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, uh, the excellent. classic '60s yeah. film. I'd never seen it, and I had to check it off my list, mm-hmm. and finally did it. And man, it's a pretty good feature. Yes, pretty good. Yes, uh, Warren Beatty and who, who? Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. But yeah, man, they're great. Yeah, they are. It's a good story, mm-hmm. and I wish I was around at the time right. to see like how different this was, because now it's like every other movie. Yeah. You know, but it's still a great film. Right. It was kind of, I guess, I guess, like, we're always trying to figure out what, like, the birth of modern American cinema was. And yeah. And you can kind of apply it to almost, like, anything in the late 60s, but, like, this one is kind of thought of as the one. Yeah. And I know they were trying to get Francois Truffaut to direct it. Yeah. And he's like, no, you need an American director to do right. this. You got a French script, <laughs> get an American director. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's a classic, and it's great. Everyone should watch it. Absolutely. Bonnie and Clyde. And I, I'd, I'd known, too, that, like, Faye Dunaway's, uh, like, she wasn't the original Bonnie. It was supposed to be Shirley MacLaine. Uh, oh, yeah. But when they got Warren Beatty, they were like, well, we can't have brother and sister play Bonnie and Clyde. I know Warren Beatty didn't want Faye at first, and then uh, right. they, they talked him into it. Right. Because I know he was a producer on it. Yes. So, uh, but good thing they did. Yes. <laughs> She's fantastic in that movie. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that's what I've been watching. Cool. Now, let's talk about... Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, Dave. All right. Why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Okay, so there's this guy. He's, uh... He's What's in, his name? His name is Henry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> his name is... Uh, yeah, All right. Henri Killer. Um, he is a guy who... He's, he's in Chicago right now, and he is just, um... He's a serial killer, but he doesn't... Uh, his... I guess the, the... His methods are different than most killers we know. Um, he just, like, kind of almost seemingly at random kills somebody every day mm-hmm. uh mostly women but but there's also men in there too he doesn't really discriminate he just likes killing people mm-hmm. and uh he's also sharing a house with two other people a brother and sister named Otis and uh Becky, Becky. and um they get involved in one another's lives and uh boy you know how do you give a synopsis of Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer? Like, like if, if you just listen to the to that those last thirty seconds, you're probably like, "What that? What? What are you talking about? Why yeah. would I want to watch this? You have to watch this because what we're doing here in Horror Month is an actual character study. You know, yeah, um, a horrific one. Yes, yes. Henry is a bad dude. He, he sure kills is. people every day, like you said. Yeah, and the movie opens with um, a murder scene. You know, it opens on like a dead woman laying there mm-hmm. with this horrifying music playing. Right. <laughs> um, by Richard McNaughton, something like John that. John McNaughton. It's not John. It's his brother or something. Oh, his brother scored it? It, it might be his brother, but okay. they, they share the same last name. Yeah. Maybe it's a pseudonym. I don't know. Okay. But uh, yeah, this music is dreadful itself. Yeah. Uh, but it shows like a dead woman there, you know, laying in a, a gutter. Yep, and then it cuts to you know Michael Rooker eating eating some you know eggs and some getting some coffee at a diner. Yep, just doing his normal thing. Right, shows him driving away, and then it cuts to another murder scene, and it shows like three or four of these terrible murder scenes, and it's not showing the action of the murder. 
It's just showing the aftermath. The body's laying there, and the camera just kind of moving around the scene. Yes. With uh, this dreadful music playing, and like the sound of the murder playing over this scene. Like so, you can hear the screams and like yes. like glasses breaking and things Struggle like that. Struggle, Strug- yeah, right. and and all you see is the corpse mm-hmm. while this is playing. Right. It's really effective horror making stuff right off the bat i know and it, yeah this all happens it uneases in the first you. three minutes yeah. right yeah you're just like you're 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 being brought into henry's world which is a world of um like the most horrific murders and and all different methods of killing i mean um mm-hmm. some people you know have some some of it, the w- women is what we see in the in the first this first montage mm-hmm. and then there's one guy who's been like a guy in a convenience it's store. like a mom and pop convenience store yeah that yeah. they've been shot um, some the 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 woman in the in the the gutter has been mutilated in some mm-hmm. way. Um, another woman has been strangled with like an electrical cord. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like maybe the the most horrific one that they end on is the, is the woman with the coke bottle in, in her face. Yeah. Um, it's this semi nude woman sitting on a toilet and she's got she's all kind of cut up, but then like in her face it's it's one of the grossest prosthetics you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a busted Coke bottle that's just lodged in her, like, one yeah, of her eyes is missing, oh. and it's really, really horrific. It's gross, and it's, like, cutting in Henry just going about his day. Yeah. With these. That's what I like about it. Right. The interspersed normality of everyday life. The banality of evil, you're yeah, right. Yeah, he just goes around town doing, you know, whatever. Yep. Gotta pick up his cigarettes, you know, mm-hmm. gotta do whatever. Right. Uh, but no... He was murdering like five minutes ago. Exactly. And now he's just going about his day. I mean, you think about like just, okay, so when we, when we did The Silence of the Lambs, we, we, we praised the movie and Seven as well for being so like, uh, so so kind of visceral and and, mm-hmm. and realistic. And it is because that that's the best of that genre, like yeah. those two movies. But usually when we see serial killers in movies or in TV shows, it's elaborate and stuff from your, from like your, um, a screenwriter's nightmare, you know, yeah. like 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 everything is this in this heightened atmosphere uh, mm-hmm. where where the killer is is doing doing things that are very cinematic. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first movie I can think of where that's not happening, and the body count is still really high. Um, yeah, Henry, like you said, goes about his day. He he eats at a diner. He stops to get cigarettes. He um is just driving through Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, he's killing. Uh, he, well, he he's he's he works as like a, a pest control guy and he's just, you know, going about, you know, his job, mm-hmm. uh, meeting with his boss and like the worst, absolute worst things, you know, you can imagine are happening to just innocent people who he picks at random. Yeah. It shows him scoping out women at the mall. Yep. He's sitting there and it's, God, it's such a creepy thing. Yeah. He's looking, it's showing all these different women getting in their cars and he's just looking at all of them like, hmm, which one? Right. And he follows one home. And it turns out, like, she has a husband at the house, so he, yeah. like, leaves. Yes. I guess he abandons his plan. Uh, is that the lady he goes back to later? He with does. the pest control? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he strangles her with she, an electrical cord. She's got an electric cord wrapped around her neck. Yep. And cigarette burns all over her corpse. Oh, God. While, like, a cartoon's playing on the TV. Yes. Calling all cars. Calling yep. all cars. Oh, I, man. I had that cartoon yep. on a tape, dude. I, I forgot about it. When I was the, growing up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I've been saying calling all cars to myself for a long time, not remembering where it was from. Did you hear it from this, or did you see that cartoon as I a kid? I never saw the cartoon as a kid. Okay. It was my first exposure to it, unfortunately, <laughs> was Michael Rooker strangling a woman. I think it's like a Felix the Cat cartoon or oh, something. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, that's just the first couple minutes. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So then we meet Otis. He's picking up Becky from the airport. Right. And he starts telling her she looks terrible. And <laughs> and thus begins the belittling <sighs> and horrible nature of this man. Um, you know, Otis, he is like, we, we hate him from almost minute one, you know, of, of his introduction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, like, the, the, the hatred of him is from just the, even... Apart from the from the gratuitous abuses he 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 puts on people, it's it's just like the subtle, you know, mm-hmm. um, his his mistreatment of his sister. Yep. I mean, remember how when they leave the 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 airport, like she's got a big suitcase and like like a shopping bag that mm-hmm. that's kind of looks pretty light with some stuff in it. Uh-huh. He just grabs the shopping bag. You know, <laughs> I didn't and, and, notice, but yeah, yeah. and yeah. lets Becky take the suitcase. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's such a fucking scumbag. Yep. He's the older brother. Mm-hmm. He has. God, he's a scuzzball. Oh, yeah. Like, he wants his sister, man. <laughs> he wants her body. 
and he's not afraid to even say it in front of her. Just yeah, or Henry. Like he's just he doesn't give a shit. I think we should just catalog his grossness for a minute, if if we may. Yes. Um. I mean, just like yeah, his treatment of Becky and his incestuous designs, as you as you referred to. Mm-hmm. Um. In many ways, he's a worse person than Henry. I was gonna say that. Okay. Yeah. It's no surprise to people that I've said before. I I have a hard time watching this movie. Yes. And it's not because of Henry. It's because of Otis. Right. Otis is the most disgusting person in this movie, and he's not the serial killer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He he's just he's just this like everyday scumbag that you meet, mm-hmm. and and I think that's what makes I think that's what makes it so uncomfortable is that he could be, he could be in your life. Yeah. He could be anybody. Right. Um. And you know his his work ethic at the gas station, which I you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love it. She's like, and check the back driver's tire, and he he gets down on his knees real slow, like kind of like, oh, what the fuck do you want me to do? I know. And he like taps it, and he goes, it's good. Ah. Uh, and she gives him a dollar, and she's like, thanks. And he goes, yeah. Yeah, he takes the yeah. tip, doesn't really acknowledge her thanking him. He didn't yeah. use, I mean, he gets, what, what What was the point of like taking your tire gauge out of your pocket and then not checking the tire? Right, yeah. Because you're a lazy fuck. Uh-huh. I mean, ugh. And he's on parole. Yeah, he's got this job because parole's, I mean, his, yeah. they're making him. You right. know, he's not doing it because he wants to no, work. No, he doesn't love what he does, obviously. But, well, uh, what he does is he deals drugs. So Yeah, he deals drugs on the side. Mm-hmm. He yeah. meets that, you know, high school football star in a car or whatever, and he's <laughs> trying to make a deal with them. Uh-huh. Which I like that scene. It's pretty good. I do, too. Um, For all the, the nastiness in this movie, it's a very well-done film. The acting is phenomenal. I mean... I don't even want to... Uh, Tom Towles, I think, is Tom the, Towles, yeah. Yeah, Tom Towles is Otis. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to meet this guy in real life because he's so good at playing <laughs> Otis. Like, <laughs> Yes. Yes, it's like, this is coming yeah. a little easy for Tom Towles. Yeah, You're right. it's like, dude. Did, did they just find this dude somewhere? I mean, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the acting because, like, I, I wanted to... I was kind of saving it for the end of the show when we do, mm-hmm. like, kind of our ending notes, but, uh-huh. like... Yeah, I, I I think that like on productions that are this like threadbare and independent, like even the good ones, mm-hmm. you don't find acting this good usually. Yeah, even if it's a good movie, you know, it's it's like you can admire something for being like you know, oh, they did this on the cheap and they really you know made this feature film. Mm-hmm. This one, it's like this is uh like everybody in this, Michael Rooker, Tom Tolles, and Tracy Arnold are really giving great performances, and they're so grounded and realistic in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly Tom Tolles, because you hate his guts, mm-hmm. you know, right away. Yeah, yeah, and Michael Rooker's great too, man. I mean, he's got this like quietness about him, yeah, and uh, you can like sense this rage inside of him, mm-hmm. but he he's just very calm, right? Quiet, moves carefully, you know. Unless he's, you know, doing violence, then he's moving how he needs to. Yes, but uh, yes, he, that's great, and that's kind of Michael Rooker's got that kind of just naturally though, like that he looks like this quiet villain almost. I know, like in almost all his roles, he's always some <laughs> kind of bad guy. <laughs> yes. I can't think of a role where he was a good guy. Actually, I can think of one. What is it? Cliffhanger. Was he a good guy? I mean, oh, that's right. He, yeah. That's right. I mean, okay. <laughs> but even there... He was a good guy, but he was still kind of an ass. He was, because yeah, like, like yeah. he was blaming Sly for his wife's death throughout the whole movie. Well, yeah, he dropped her off a rope. Which, which I mean, he was he was definitely in the right. I, I mean, like, Sly did I'd it. I'd be pissed, too. Of course. He dropped my wife. <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't his fault, but yeah, come on. Michael Rooker, you shouldn't take this woman who's never climbed a hill before exactly. on top of a fucking Mission Impossible 2 rock. Come on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're blaming Sly for this, but it was your stupid extreme bullshit that actually got her in this position. Yeah, He needs to get with Juno from The Descent. Those two, Michael Rooker and Juno. What was this character's name in Cliffhanger? I can't can't remember, no. Gabe? No, Gabe is Sly. Gabe is Sly. I I almost said Gabe, and I was like, no, wait, that was was just a long one. Cliffhanger is a guilty pleasure movie for me. I love Cliffhanger. I I do, too. It's It's so badly good <laughs> anyway <Yeah>. sorry <laughs> back to this movie right which is better than cliffhanger oh uh, yes many 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 times over i'd rather um, watch cliffhanger but this is a better movie i, I agree with you I, yeah. I know i know what you mean i i've seen this movie um not a lot of times mm-hmm. um but i've always admired it for for what it is i remember the first time i rented it um not you know like kind of like the witch i went into it like you know it had this huge reputation and mm-hmm. I, and i was wondering you know okay well what am i actually seeing here and then it 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 really becomes good for you i think when henry has the conversation with becky at the at the kitchen table 
Yeah, when she asked him if he killed his mother or not. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a great scene. It really is. That's the first great scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, she asked him, and did you kill your mama? And he goes, yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> it's re- like he doesn't want to talk about it, yeah. but he's being honest about it. Right. He's saying, yeah, I did. And it's so good because she kind of understands him. I mean, I don't know why what she sees in him, like, but it, it she falls in love with with him, I guess, because maybe Almost immediately, yeah. maybe everyone in her life has treated her like shit, and this is the first guy who's kind of nice to her in a while. I had that in my notes that, maybe. that like you know Becky has probably never met a nice man, right? She grew you up know? with an abusive father, which she tells in this scene. Yes. Her dad came in and raped her when she was thirteen right. regularly. Yep. Otis, you see how that guy is. Of course. You find out later, I mean, you already know she's left her husband, and you find out later he's a murderer. Yeah. So, I mean, the first guy who's nice to her, she's in love with him. And it's so tragic because, mm-hmm. like, like we know what Henry is. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- th- there is no hiding it. We've already seen what he's capable of, and that, that she looks at him, and because he's being kind of gentlemanly around her, mm-hmm. she is so broken that, that she, like, wants to pursue this romantic, you know, th- th- this th- a romance with him. Yeah. And one thing I really love is when he says he stabbed his mom. Yeah. Otis tells Becky that he beat her with a bat. Right. And then when they're talking in this scene, he says he stabbed her. And then at the end of the scene, he says, yeah, I shot her. Shot her dead. (laughs) And she's like, you just said you stabbed her. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I did. Right. Like, that's it. Like, it's like, well, what what is it? I know. Henry, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And it it reminds me of in The Dark Knight when the Joker's telling those stories about how he got his scars. You're right. You're right. Like, a crazy person (laughs) person just says these things to make you crazy. That's true. I don't know. Because, yeah, we... we, Maybe that's where Heath Ledger got this from. Or Christopher Nolan. It's the same idea. You're right. Because, like, 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 it really doesn't matter what the significance of the Joker's scars or Henry's mother's death is, like, like, like... it happened. Yep. We, we know it's there, and we don't need the origin story. And is it really going to tell us all we need to know about Henry? You know whether or not what what the method of execution was. Uh huh. Um, he might not even remember now. I mean, he's killed so many people. Yes, I, I'm assuming his mother was the first kill. That probably was. That's what, what I get out of this. Yeah, yeah. He goes into all this background about how she would make him watch her sleep with other men yes. and make him wear a dress. And if he wouldn't watch her having sex with these men, she would beat him and stuff. Right. Like, I guess this is maybe this is how he formed into who he is. You know, right. I mean, it's got to be, you know, part of it, at least. Yes. They're trying to explain why he's a killer, I guess. Yeah. So and I guess, I mean we never know why for sure right but I'm sure that's part of it because other people have gone through similar things and didn't become murderers yeah um but but like like even if even if it doesn't give us like the exact picture of why he's doing what he's doing it it does give us some context of why he would go on to to murder people you know especially hookers yes exactly that seems to be his trade is is he preys upon like you know like vulnerable women mm-hmm. um which is what most serial killers do like vulnerable any. Anyone, anyone mm-hmm. who, who society has kind of left behind, that's who you're going to go after because no one will miss them. Right. And he eventually gets Otis to kill some people. And yeah. like train, he's training Otis. Yes. Which is disturbing. It's so gross. Um, But man, but before we get into that, like Otis tries to kiss Becky when he comes home and it's disgusting. He's like talking about when you're going to dance for us, you know? <laughs> And he tries to kiss her. Like, this scene is so shocking because mm-hmm. it comes out of nowhere. Right. She's, like, going to the fridge to get a beer for him yeah. after this kind of tense altercation they have. Mm-hmm. And she grabs it. And, like, as she's coming out of the fridge, he grabs her hand and, like, pulls her towards his face. And I think they even lock lips for a split second. I feel like they uh, touch lips. Do you, okay. They, 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 or, they, or it's extremely close. I, I think it's extremely close okay. because, like, Henry, like, at, when it happens, it's almost a jump scare in yeah. a horror movie. That's how it, that's how it happens. Right. He just reaches out and it's like... Ding. Yep, exactly. Yeah. There, there's, a, there's a note on the soundtrack. Uh-huh. And then, like, Henry grabs Otis by the back of the hair and uh-huh. says, Don't do that, Otis. She's your sister. Mm-hmm. Now you apologize and you tell her it's not going to happen again. Yeah. And Otis, like, like uh, sort of obeys henry you know like unquestioningly Mm -hmm. and um he feels bad about it not not because he actually did something but because he i think he's just like embarrassed that he was bested by henry in this moment that's what it is yeah i'm glad you said that because i was gonna say he's not he's not bowing down to henry like oh yes yes okay right right. i'm sorry Mm -hmm. i was wrong right no he's 
He's he Henry has become the top dog. Yes, and Otis doesn't like this. Henry, you know? yeah, Otis is emasculated. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and then and this you know even leads further into Becky's desire for Henry. Yes, he's just protected her. True. <laughs> exactly. He yeah. did something gallant in her. You know, like to mm-hmm. protect her. Yes, and and like. And, and and that's what that's another thing that's just like so twisted about that particular love story is, is that like he saved me from an incestuous moment. Oh, you know, he, yeah, he, great. He's, he, he's, <laughs> he's, god. he's so dashing. I mean, like, like, my God, like, like, he's, Becky, you're better than this. Yep. And then I love this part. It's just a touch of humor in here. She says, why don't you guys go get a beer or something? And Henry's like, let's go get a beer, Otis. And he's just kind of reluctantly is like. Yeah, all right. Let's get a beer. And uh-huh. he let me clean up. And he <laughs> leaves the room. And then, like two seconds later, he comes in. He's got this like sparkly, like sequin <laughs> disco shirt on. It's a crazy shirt. That he's I love got. it. He's like, I'm going out. I'm gonna look good. <laughs> Stepping out, dude. <laughs> fucking ridiculous it's like this yeah it's a satin like like untucked it's shiny <laughs> it's, oh, it's man. like glimmering and it's like got a big huge v-neck down yeah. to his like clavicle <laughs> he's gonna go drink some old style <laughs> right yeah. in a chicago bar with that shirt on right man and and he and like just to to describe tom tolls i mean like he's He's a big guy, but they they've given him like 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 kind of uh, gross teeth, mm-hmm. you know, too. Yeah. Like yeah. and he, and he's got a They're mustache. Yellow and yes, falling out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bald head. Yeah, exactly. Like, unkept facial hair. Yep. Like yep. yeah, big mustache that that needs a trimming, he, and he's got to stink. I oh, mean, this guy has to smell. Man, he, you know, he's a bath a week man at best. <laughs> Right. You know, and and like and and here he's got and he he owns one piece of really excellent clothing. He's putting that thing on, oh you know. <laughs> I I couldn't stop laughing when I, I saw this. Too, I love it. It's a great moment and Henry just gives a quick look at him and then and then turns around and goes they they don't talk about it. They don't linger on it. They just mm-hmm. walk out the door. Yeah. There's little there's like there actually is funny stuff in the movie, which yeah. is so odd to me. I know. Because of how intense it is in, in the other aspect of the spectrum here. Right, right. Like, like when Henry just says, like, I got a new Visa card I want to try out. I mean, you know he <laughs> killed someone and took that, right? <laughs> of course. Like, but he says that line, and I'm like, what? I know. That's hilarious. I know. And, 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 and the, 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 like, Becky is so uh, She's like, you got a Visa card. You have a Visa card. Yeah. I mean, like, like she is all charged up because this guy has a Visa card. And he Henry's like, well, shot. who do you think you're dealing with? Uh, you know? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> My favorite, though, is when Otis kicks his TV. Yeah. And, and then... And then Henry's like, why'd you do that? And he's like, I don't know. I overreacted. And he goes, shit, I got to have a TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny, man. And two, when he, when he does that, when he kicks the TV and he, and he says, and when Otis says, I guess I overreacted. Yeah. And Henry just like leans up against the door jam and goes, well, I guess you did, Otis. Uh, uh-huh. You know. Like and in all these moments of humor, there is nothing on the soundtrack. There is no like like you're 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 laughing because it's just a moment of like reality. It's just it is really funny stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and it God, it does not belong in this movie at all. Oh, but I, it's perfect. I, it, it's, I love it, it. it. It's it's like it's every maybe twenty minutes you have one of these like moments where where it's kind of funny. Right. But, but you're not like laughing. Ha 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 ha. You know. It's just well written stuff, yeah, man. Yeah. Because it's in here. Right. Just to show. I mean this. He breaks his TV. This is a plot driving point of That's the movie. Right, exactly. But they put it in here and it's slight bit of relief in the middle. Yes. Um God, it could have been not funny, but they decide to make it a funny thing. Right. That's right. I love that. I know, me me too. Uh so that's when they start Training to be a serial killer, I guess. Yeah. Well, before this, didn't he go out to get that beer and they get hookers instead? And well, then the, Henry the, kills the hookers? Th- this happens. Th- this is the same night of the shirt. Okay. Like, yeah. They, they put the heat. Otis the shirt puts the, night. It's the yeah. shirt night. Otis puts on the shirt. <laughs> and this is, I guess, his Padawan learner shirt. Yeah, yeah. Because they go out and, they, and they, they're and they just driving around Chicago like at bars. <laughs> yeah. And then you see him stop and there's, there's these two prostitutes um, who get into the car. And then you, you see the car being parked in an alley. And you know the car is rocking because but one couple in the back seat, couple in the front seat, uh-huh. and uh, you hear some some like screaming from the back seat, and then Henry, you see her, you see him like snap the neck of the woman he's he's with. Yeah, because the woman in the front is like, oh my god, right? Like my friend, yes. and she tries to leave, and Henry reaches up and snaps her neck, right? Uh, while Otis is just sitting there, and right. Otis is kind of perplexed. He's like, oh my god, yep. He doesn't say anything really. He's kind of silent the whole time, which right. is great. It's good acting, mm-hmm. and. 
Henry just drags the bodies out and throws them in the alley. Right. And then gets in the car with Otis and drives off. Mm-hmm. Um, Otis now is freaking out. Otis is freaking out a little, and Henry's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see anything, and you didn't either. Right. And then Otis kind of goes with him. He's like, yeah, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think anything happened tonight. Right, and, right. And uh, he's still bothered by it, but he's like, all right, I'm going to go along with Henry here. and I'm going to put on a brave yeah. face for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Probably because he doesn't... God, he wants to be a man again. You yeah. know, he, he wants to be like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, we killed them. Uh-huh. Who cares? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. <God. laughs> and then Michael Rooker just tells him, you know, like, it's the next great scene. They're sitting at the house. Yes. And Otis is sitting there, like, pondering all this stuff, like, wow, what the hell just happened? Mm-hmm. And Henry is talking to him, like, you ain't never killed nobody. And Otis says, I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. I just didn't do this. Right. I, got, I mean, maybe he killed someone in a war or something, but, yeah. you know, uh, but he never murdered someone for no reason. Exactly. He, he might have, like, you know, yeah, in a brawl or whatever, you know, did something. But, like, yeah, th- this is, he because he, he, he does say, like, you know, maybe I didn't have a choice. Yeah, you know, like yeah. In th- this is the only like sympathetic moment for Otis in the whole movie, where he's like kind of like pouring out like why he why he may have killed in the past. It was yeah. because of desperation. I mean, like clearly, like Otis and Becky and Henry like must have grown up in extreme poverty. Yeah, in the South, um, mm-hmm. you know, and they're in Chicago, but like they're all speaking in Southern accents, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe, as we know, that like a lot of people from Kentucky. Uh, do and Tennessee do escape to Chicago. It's 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 a it's a thing that like people just uh-huh. go there, you know. Um, and when he's when he's talking about this when, and when he's kind of defending like what what he what he did in the past, Henry is then also like just extolling kind of the virtues of why he does what he mm-hmm. of what of his methods. You know, you just kill people, just do it. Yeah, you know, like um, it's it's always different and it's always the same. Um, and that's and a good line. It is. I love that line. And when, when Otis kind of counters with, you know, maybe I didn't have a choice or, uh, you know, Henry goes, hey, I didn't either. You know, like, right. he's justifying completely, like, killing two prostitutes. I, I didn't have a choice. It was me or them. I guess in the, in kind of the, uh, the grand scheme of just, like, all of life, yes, we are all one second away from dying. Right. So, I guess I'm just, you know, like, like Mickey Knox, fate's messenger, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> It's it's a gross way to think, but you know it's it's also there, there's truth in it in some ways. And he gets Otis to believe it. Yeah. Um. And so then after this yep. happens, like he kicks the TV, <laughs> and he goes, "Let's go shopping." And they go to this you know guy who sells stolen yeah. VCRs. There's or... some fence who works in yeah. a, in, a, in like a storage unit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this scene, this is where the movie turns for the worse. Yeah. If you ask me. Yeah. Because they go in, it's a kind of funny scene because they're bartering with this like jackass who's trying to sell his goods. It's condescending, prick. pretending like his time is valuable. Uh, yeah, right. You're in a U-Haul. I know. God, <laughs> this guy thinks he's a big shot and he's yeah. just a nothing. Yeah. But uh, they're bartering for TVs, and it's really funny. <laughs> I love it. He's like, "Well, how much is that one?" He's like, "I can give you that for fifty. It's black and white." And they're arguing. He's like, "I you ain't getting color for fifty bucks." Uh huh. And then they're like, "Well, how about one hundred and fifty? And then they like, go to this other set. And he's like, well, we only got 50. And he's like, well, why are you wasting my time? And yeah. they just get into all this like interchange. It's, it's really funny. It I is. like it a lot. It's, it's a funny. It's, it's kind of scary. But it's funny too. Well, it's it's scary, yeah, because it's escal like the 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 tension is yes, escalating es- because the- this this guy is is saying a bunch of stuff that that like you know you don't say to a serial killer. Yeah, he's such a smartass. Right. Uh yeah, this guy sucks. Yeah. Uh, they, they get ready to leave actually, mm-hmm. Henry and Otis. Right. And then this guy starts running his mouth like yep. you're wasting my time. Fuck you. And, and and give me the fifty bucks and and like he he he's demanding the money that they that yeah they he's promised like him. he's like we made a deal on this set right. you give it to me and you get this right uh but no they don't have it and Henry takes this thing what is it like a dentist it's a, it's drill like soldering iron something and he yeah. stabs it in the guy's hand yeah and and then cue the scary music right um and this starts a rampage on this guy mm-hmm. Otis like chokes him out yep. and Henry is stabbing this thing into this guy's chest over and over again. Right. And like the blood's squirting out on everything. And right. Uh, after a few seconds, Henry grabs that little TV they were going to buy and crashes it on this guy's head, which if that didn't kill him, what <sighs> happens next does. Yeah. He tells Otis to plug it in. Uh, Ugh. 
so Otis looks at him and then smiles and then mm-hmm. plugs it into the cord and it, the guy fries. Right. Uh, Otis's first kill, I guess. Or did he kill the guy before? No, he. Um, he this this is Otis's first actual on-screen kill. Okay. that we see. Yeah, but this wasn't. You know, uh, this was a reaction to something this guy was doing. Yes. The next thing he does is just you know uncalled for violence. Could, uh, yeah, just killing for sport. Yep. Right. They they go underneath you know whatever it is in Chicago. They go underneath the road. And yeah. They're driving down there, and they pull over and pretend like their cars broke down. Someone pulls over to help. And uh, the guy says, do you guys need some help? And Henry says, Otis, do you need some help or can you do it yourself? Mm -hmm. And then Otis just smiles and shoots that guy like six times. It's it's gross. Yeah. For many ways. Number one, you're killing someone for no reason. Also, you're killing a good Samaritan. Yeah. Who in a big city stopped to help someone. Yeah. And um, Otis's delight in killing someone for for indiscriminately. Is, yeah. is just uh, really troubling. Yeah. And we didn't mention that they picked up the uh, camcorder mm-hmm. from this guy. That's which right. This camcorder stuff is what disturbs me the most because it turns the movie into almost found footage stuff. Yeah. Which seems so realistic and terrifying. Uh, they take this camera and Otis is like obsessed with this camera now. It's oh, like I his know. baby. Exactly. <laughs> He's like filming his whole life. Now. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Imagine if he went on to become like some like award-winning filmmaker <laughs> because of this camera. Yes, he's like Anthony Rapp and Rent. <laughs> yeah, he... <laughs> so, like, he... After they kill the shop owner, they, it like, go, they're, they go home and they're dancing around with the camera uh-huh. and stuff, and, like, the way it's filmed is we don't see, like, through the viewfinder. We're not watching it being filmed. We're watching the camera plugged into a TV set and yeah. we're filming the TV set. Right. So it's like, we're watching it. It's like you're seeing home video. Yeah. yeah it's like watching home video. Yeah. Not seeing it live, uh-huh. which is a good effect. It's I think great. that's what really disturbs me because it seems like, okay, they filmed this and now we're watching it. Right. It's, it's like a snuff film or something. It is. Um, it's, it's grainy and, and, and very, you know, like, like eighties porny in some ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, like just, just the, the effect of like seeing uh, harsh video, you know, like the, mm-hmm. the, that we were so fascinated by when it came out and, and the first video they take because it cuts right from the, 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 the fence being murdered with the TV set mm-hmm. to like, you know, you hear like kind of a, some, you know, old, old tune, old mm-hmm. rock tune. Yeah. And like Becky is, is, is just dancing, you know, mm-hmm. like having a good time in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Henry starts dancing with her mm-hmm. and he's kind of into it for a minute. And then Becky starts to kiss him yep. and he's really, he, he wants to kiss Becky, of course, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to do it with a leering Otis filming the thing yeah. because Otis is, is commenting on the situation. You know, he's like, come on, Henry, get in there. You know, mm-hmm. blah, blah. this is your sister, Otis. O- Otis is like, come on, let's go. Yeah. Show yeah. me more. Exactly. Oh, you're a fucking, you're a fucking disgusting. Oh, I, I hate him so now, much. You said, Henry wants to kiss her. Mm-hmm. I feel like he doesn't. I feel really? like this guy has no interest in sex okay. or anything. Oh, okay. I mean, he's picking up prostitutes, but he's murdering them. I don't think he's trying to get off with them first. Mm. I, I bet he doesn't. He doesn't rape anybody. Mm. I, I don't. I don't get that from him. Okay. I feel like he is just here to kill. That's it. He has no pleasure from women or men or anything sexual. Well, you know, like during the what happens next, I, I, I think maybe you, 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 you might be onto something there because what in what happens next, he, he doesn't do what Otis wants to do in yeah. that other that other thing that we'll get to. Right. Yeah, you're the, right. The next. Yeah. And even later, Becky's trying to take his clothes off and have sex with him while Otis is sleeping in the other room. Uh-huh. And he's like she's trying to pull his shirt down. Right. But he like pulls it back up. Like, OK. And it could be to your point yeah. that Otis is right there in the other room still. Right. Right. But I didn't. I didn't get that from it. I, I guess. I guess for for, for me, um, like I, I I think that maybe just with Becky in particular, mm-hmm. I I think that the reason he is reticent to do what he's doing is number one because like you know Otis is around, but also because I I, I think that that's an entanglement. Yeah. You know, and and for someone like him who has his life, uh, he he can't afford to be you know like with someone who he has feelings for. Okay. Um, you know, and I, I just think that like because Becky is is probably the first, you know, just like Becky is encountering someone who's being who's showing her respect and mm-hmm. and uh, dignity, he probably has never encountered any any woman or man who who has you know afforded him the same thing. He doesn't know how to deal with it. That's true. Maybe he doesn't know how to do this. Right. 
Um, Becky's thirsting for this, but Henry is just like, oh, no, yeah. what is this? You know. Do you feel like he has feelings for her? I, I, I still do in some ways, okay. like, like, but he doesn't understand what his feelings he, are. He might. Yeah. It's possible, but the way he treats her kind of just towards the end when they flee. Like, right. It's kind of like he's not... He doesn't care. I mean, I mean, he is a serial killer. He's, of course, he's one track, I guess you could say. Like he right. has hard time with emotions, which oh, is your exa- point exactly. Yeah, but, um, and he's the, not mistreating her. He's just being kind of like um, not, distant. Yeah, and maybe even unknowingly. Yes, I don't know. Right, that's a good thing to look into. It is nice, exactly, because <laughs> intimacy is hard for all of us, let alone a serial killer. That's true. You know, <laughs> sorry out there, serial killers. Exactly, man. it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um. So where are we now? What happened uh, now? Well, we can get into... What do you say we talk about Let, the home invasion? Let's talk about that scene. Yeah. The clockwork orange scene. I, I have... I sit, God, we, yeah. are, we are of one mind on this. Yes, th- this is the same scene. But I like clockwork orange. Mm-hmm. Like, I... <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like this movie. Yeah. I just can't watch this. This one is way more visceral. And you know what? We've talked about the most disturbing things we've seen. Yeah. And I think on my list was this movie and that scene from clockwork. <laughs> like, so, like, so yeah. Okay. There you go. Everything on the show from here on is an absolute pleasure. You know, oh, like, God. like from every episode that we do from here on is going to just be gravy because like, we've already talked about our most disturbing, you know, like cinematic images. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so it cuts to, it's us again, watching that old TV set. Yeah. Playing the home video. Right. And we're watching this play out. Henry and Otis have invaded a, a maybe a well-off middle-class family yep. and are terrorizing them. Henry's filming. Otis is, he's got the woman tied up and he's holding her right. and, and he's ripping her clothes off and groping her. licking her and yeah. groping her, sucking on her. Yeah. It's very nasty stuff. Yes. And he's just giggling and, <laughs> oh, and Henry's saying, yeah, get it, boy. Uh-huh. It's it's disturbing. It is. And the husband's tied up on the floor. Henry kicks him in the gut. Right. Uh, the son walks in on him after a minute. Uh, Henry puts the camera down and strangles him and starts beating him to death. Right. And then after he's dead, Otis starts going for it more. And this is when Henry says, no, stop. We right. have to go. Yeah. Um. Okay. He, when it, he, this is a long scene. It is. It it's lingers it's, on... It's, so long, which is what makes it so disturbing, I think. It's an uncut, probably five-minute scene. Yeah. It's terrifying. And, you know, when Otis... Otis is sitting on, like, an easy chair, and he's got the woman in his lap. Mm-hmm. And he, he sure, there's gradual stages of undress with her. He's 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 exposed one of her breasts, and he's, he's like, grabbing at it and sucking on it. And um, then he pulls her skirt up, and she's wearing pantyhose. And mm-hmm. he... Tom Tolls, the actor, actually does reach into this woman's, like, mm-hmm. you know, pelvic area, and he's, you know... Yeah, yeah. Doing he's, stuff yeah. down there. And... What really like as Henry's filming this, and after he beats the 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 son to death and then kills the husband, um, he then starts filming Otis again doing what he's doing, and then he puts the camera on some kind of surface, mm-hmm. goes over and snaps the woman's neck. Yeah. Um, and then it's time to go, but then uh. Otis, what really outrages Henry and tells him no to mm-hmm, get up mm-hmm. is because Otis starts going for it with this woman after she's dead. Yeah. Oh, you know, I guess God, even, even Henry has his limits. Apparently, you know, Otis doesn't. No way. I mean, Otis oh. wants necrophilia with this woman. Disgusting. It's it's so goddamn disturbing. And then the most disturbing part, the crescendo of the scene that you think, oh, my oh. God, they can't go any further than necrophilia is we pull back and Henry and Otis are watching this in their living room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's over. And Otis goes up and clicks the tape again, and Henry's like, what are you doing? And Otis says, I got to see that again. Yeah. Yeah, that's that line. <sighs> that, like, wrenches your soul. Exactly. It, yes, completely. And he watches it in slow-mo. Like, frame by frame. Yeah. He wants oh. to take this in. It's disgusting. Ugh. Oh, dude. It's so... <laughs> it's so... This is the scene... That uh-huh. makes me not want to watch this movie ever. It's, it's understandable, man. I, I I felt guilty putting it on our schedule right. because <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did though, yeah, Dave. Yeah, because of I have much more appreciation for it now mm-hmm. than when I first saw it, you know, several years ago or whatever. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I went in thinking, oh god, I got to watch this. I'm gonna. Give it, like, no stars or something. <laughs> no, dude. It's way better than I remembered. Of I course. think because now I know 
what to expect, I can actually like look at it like with a critical eye instead yeah. of just in pure disgust. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not sitting in judgment of this movie anymore. You're, you're looking yeah. at it with, you know, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So geez. Yeah. Uh, I can't, where, where does this movie go from here? Like, this, <laughs> well, yeah. this is when, you know, I think Becky says she's going to leave and go back, back home to live with mama uh-huh. or something. Well, it's, it, it kind of like, yeah, that, that happens a little bit later, but from here they start really getting into like just the, the business of oh, killing. Oh yeah. Henry's you know. training them, telling yes. them, you know, you can't, don't use the same method. You right. know, don't stay in the same area for yep. so long. If you, if you kill everybody with the same gun, they're going to know everyone's you. Yep. Yeah, so. it's like leaving your fingerprints. And Otis know? is an idiot. He's, he's like, <laughs> he's like, why can't I use a gun? I know. And he goes, I didn't say you can't use a gun. Just don't use the same gun. Uh, and, and and this is this conversation is happening while while Otis oh. is filming two two homeless guys beat up another homeless guy. Yep. And, and Otis is like almost getting off on it. Yeah, of it course. Seems. It's he's, he's not paying attention, like full p- attention to Henry. Right. Um, to Henry's teachings, and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching this, you know, violent act. Yeah. And that's what he's really into, uh-huh. you know? Man, Otis sucks. I know. And he does dumbass childish things like like when when he's he's they're they're driving through the city and Otis has almost his whole body out the passenger side yeah, window yeah, yeah. with the camcorder like filming women walk yeah, down the like street. Yeah, he's like catcalling them yeah. and like going, uh, exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, oh man, disgusting. I like her. Uh, uh, you know, Henry, and, let's get that one. Yes. Like, yes. God, oh, what are dude. you? Oh, you and, fucking scumbag. And the camera hits like another like a car mirror or something and uh-huh. breaks. Yeah. And then Otis, man, his baby's dead now. <laughs> his baby. And he's like, Henry, why'd you do that, Henry? Uh huh. And Henry's like, I didn't do anything. I didn't tell you to hang out the window like that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Otis is blaming Henry because Otis can't take responsibility for anything himself at all. True. So he's got to blame somebody. Exactly. Becky's not here. Uh, he's got to uh, yeah, blame Henry. Th- that's right. And and so and so and he's getting like more and more kind of like. I guess hostile toward Henry, and then he he like it just for whatever reason. Me personally, the, if one of my friends ever like like threw a a video camera out the window mm-hmm. while we were driving, I mean, ugh, that 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 is the most juvenile bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. And and the, the, that a grown man would do that, and it's got his fingerprints all over it. Yeah, is there a tape in it? I'm sure there's. I, a I'm tape sure of there's a tape, and of course, yes. <sighs> Who knows what what's on there? And and after a minute, Otis is like, "Let's go get a beer," and Henry like slams the brakes on. Opens Otis's door and says, "You want a beer? Go fucking get one!" And he kicks him out of the car. Right? God, right. it's so it's like un. It comes out of nowhere. Actually, yeah. you know Henry's kind of fed up with Otis at this point, though. Yeah. But I didn't expect him to be like, "Oh, right, you're gone." Uh huh. Just st- just shut up. <laughs> he can't take it anymore. Right. <laughs> oh um, man. And um, and at this point, Becky invites Henry to come back and live with her and Mama. Yes. And Henry doesn't know what to say. Uh, I like that scene a lot when she's inviting him to come. Yeah. Uh, Henry doesn't know what to say, and he kind of wants to, but he doesn't. Right. He His original plan was to go out to California. Right. So, I don't know. If he settles down with this woman, you know, he's not going to be able to do his thing, and I don't know. He, he has a life that he that, yeah. that works for him, and I he, guess. He's, and he's nice about it to her, too, which yeah. is good. Yeah. He says, let me think about it. Right. You know, he's got, like, a day to think about it. Right. You know? And that's when he invites her to like try out his new Visa card. Yeah, yeah, I got you a know. new Visa card. Let me buy you a steak dinner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they go get the steak dinner, and uh, Otis comes back to the to the house. Uh huh. And he falls asleep. He's passed out, drunk in, in front of the television. The Still, tape's playing. The tape is playing mm-hmm. in slow motion. Yep. And uh, you know, Henry goes over and and smartly shuts it off. Yeah. Before Becky can notice. Exactly. Because yeah. they just came back from their dinner. Yep. Uh, Otis has passed out. Now this is when Becky tries to, you know, seduce him. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't work. Otis, while she's kissing him and taking off her own clothes, she's right. standing there in her bra. Right. Otis opens up the the drapes and is like, "Oh, don't mind me." Or, well, I don't know what he says, Ugh. but man, it's like, "Keep going, baby." Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's disgusting. Yeah, and he's just like, 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 like leering at her and drinking his beer. Uh-huh. He wants to watch this go down. God, it's disgusting. And Henry does a stupid thing. And says he needs to go out and get cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. know he he sees what Otis is about. He sees his sister. He sees Becky there. He knows what Otis is going to try to do. Yep. So Henry goes out to get cigarettes, and and another line I love. He buys the cigarettes, and then he's leaving the store, and the store clerk goes, "Hey, how about those bears?" And Henry looks at him and goes, "Fuck the bears." 
It's so good. I love it. I love it. It doesn't even need to be in the it movie, doesn't. but it's just like this awesome little thing he puts in here. <laughs> Fuck the bears. Yeah. And, and the re- the reaction of the clerk is that he just kind of like, he, he kind of shrugs his shoulders and goes, all right. You know, I mean, yeah. like it's. <laughs> It's great. I mean, I guess it ha- it could have some purpose because Henry is definitely frustrated with what's happening right now. Right. So, right. so yeah, fuck the bears. <laughs> Don't fucking talk to me, dude. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> but, like, the guy says it to him while he's leaving the store. I know. I'd be like, why are you still talking to me? I know. I'm our, trying to get out of here. Our business is complete, <laughs> yeah. sir. I, yeah. I don't need to talk about Ask me that when I come to the counter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. While you're discussing... pulling the cools off the back rack, <laughs> that's when you say, how about those bears? <laughs> Not when I'm two feet out the door, you know? know. <laughs> <laughs> that's your fault, clerk. <laughs> you, you, you had that coming. That clerk, by the way, is played by the producer of the film. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> And then Henry is walking back, and there's an old lady with a dog in the alley. Yep. And it's, you know, you think he's going to kill him or something, but he right, doesn't. Right. I mean, it's just there to make you think it's going to happen, I yes, guess. Yes. He's not Patrick Bateman. He's not going to stomp this dog. Oh, God. You know? uh, thank God. So he comes home, and you see Otis raping Becky. Yeah. Yeah. You see it. It's just yeah, right it's, there. It's right on the there. That's all floor. it is. I know. Like you see him I mean, you running away. You don't see it going in and out and that kind of shit. But I right. mean, he's on her grinding it up, yep. and it, it, she's screaming, and she, she's like, "Yeah, he, it's in various like, like uh, you know positions or whatever." He like flips her over at one God. point, and he's like, kind of you know, and and like like mm. Tom Tolls, like you see him back away after he flips her over, and yeah, like yeah. he grabs down like at his crotch area, oh. like he's trying to guide himself in. I mean, it's it's really God, really it's, gross. It's gross. And it's not like as bad as irreversible, you know, irreversible or whatever. It doesn't linger for nine minutes, but it's still, you're you're being shown a woman being sexually assaulted and how, what a violation that is. And like, like how, how, how the man in that situation deserves death right there. Oh yeah, definitely. And Henry comes in and sees him and immediately pulls him off, starts beating him up. Otis starts fighting back. Yep. He hits Henry in the head with an empty Jack Daniels bottle. Right. Gets the better of Henry in this in this moment. Yeah. And then uh Becky stabs him in the eye with her comb. Becky Why what? <laughs> Our show I think we've had eye trauma in every Halloween episode, haven't we? Along with incest. <laughs> God, it's just a running theme that we unfortunately have glommed on. We just wa- watch like like cool runnings or something. <laughs> Let's let's love... clean the palette. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I want to watch the air up there and cool runnings with, with Kevin Bacon. Yes, <laughs> a basketball movie. Yes, that takes place in like Zimbabwe, uh, something what? like that. I've yeah, never exactly. seen that movie. Yeah, I, 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 you know what? I haven't either. But that I know would be a from good the double ads. feature: the uh, air yes. up there and cool runnings. I mean, like, like think how th- th- think how lovely you'd feel after not having to go through every portion of a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Yes, cleansing the palate indeed. That is a spoonful of sherbet for us. Oh, man. So after this happens, <laughs> after his eye is bleeding and yeah, he's laying Becky, there <laughs> see, she, she, screaming. I and, know. She she saves Henry's life with a real sweet comb death, like like a mo green special, but with a cone. God. You know? <laughs> oh, Otis got it worse than Mo though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's laying there screaming, my eye. Fuck. Yeah. Ah. You see kind of the aftermath of him just the, like rolling around. Yeah, screaming. The, the camera is just sitting there stationary on the scene. Right. And lets it play out. And it's not, it doesn't cut and stuff, which is what makes it so disturbing, I think, because it doesn't do all these flashy edits and cuts and stuff. Like, yeah. it just shows it. Yeah. And Henry gets the comb and then just comes and shanks him another dozen times. Sure. Sure. Man. And Becky's there screaming while he's doing it. And uh, man, it's. It's it's nasty. It is, and and Becky's screaming because like 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 of just the intensity of the situation, yeah. and like you know she, she what she did to Otis was totally justified, and she was just doing it as a defensive mechanism. Yep. What Henry's now doing, I mean, like in her mind, like they they should probably call the cops, you know, before Henry murders Otis. Right. Yeah. Okay. I and I'll just tell him he tried to rape me. And and Henry saw it happen, and there's mm-hmm. probably physical evidence of him, you know, like like there's probably trauma oh, yeah. all over me. Yeah, um, we we can get him, and then we can go off together because she doesn't know who Henry is. Right. Um, 
she doesn't think that that Henry's going to grab this rat tail comb and start and start Ugh. blood you know like start stabbing this dude you know dozens of times. And then when she asks to, uh, Henry to call the cops, he then like kind of calms her down and takes Otis's body into the bathroom. Drags him into the tub and dismembers it. You see him like pull the head out of the uh, tub and put it in a garbage bag. And like like Michael Rooker is like there like like he's sawing the head. I don't and, know what and he's using the saw either. It's, it's like it's, I don't know. Maybe maybe it sounds like, like a little like fillet knife. Like well, it's he, just like this. Yeah, exactly. It's like a. It's yeah, not like a was, saw, oh, like right, right. It's right. not like a, that. It's like a little blade or something. I think he's using that cutthroat razor that he uses like later. He, oh yeah, you know, probably. Like the, yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus which is, I mean, like, 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 like actually cutting someone's head off with a razor that small. It's gonna t- and like, and just the, the 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 foley in this scene. And he is has no. So, yeah, God, the sound is amazing. Like just this gross, you know, like like it sounds like someone's head being like cut off. Like they could have left it at that, but then they show him lift this, you know, prop head out, covered him. It's disgusting. It's a Tom Toll's, you know, head, and, and he puts it in a in a garbage bag in the sink. <laughs> and I guess he's gonna cut his hands and feet off because that's. I'm, where, I'm sure he you know, does. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he does. Uh, and they leave with Otis's dismembered corpse in a suitcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they go off together. They go off happily ever after. <laughs> God. They've got the guitar. Oh, yeah, the guitar. <laughs> That's another bit. Okay, so when you see him walk in with that guitar, uh, do you laugh? Yes. I laugh. Yes, of course. <laughs> I'm of like, course. oh, he's got the guitar. We, we, we <laughs> laugh because it's another moment of just like, like, like weird reality, but like designed humor yeah it's not like calling attention to itself right it's yeah. just there for you the viewer <laughs> to kind of go like maybe breathe a little bit because they know? don't show him kill the girl with the guitar right that he just drives off yeah. with her and then it cuts to otis and we got five minutes with otis and becky and then like oh hey this is my roommate henry and he just walks in with the guitar like uh-huh. oh hi got something like, for yeah. you right <laughs> <laughs> i got something for you he gifts it to otis he does <laughs> Where'd you get it? I picked it up. <laughs> I picked it up. <laughs> anyway, uh, they're driving. Mm-hmm. And Becky is saying, well, like, what's the plan now? And Henry says they're going to go live with his sister on a horse ranch or something. Yeah, out in San Bernardino. Uh, they, uh, they go to get a hotel for the night after, like, this awkward drive. Yeah. He keeps saying, do you want to listen to some music? And she doesn't say yes or no, but right. she's like... I mean, I love the difference between the two here. Becky is still reeling from this. Agreed. But Henry has moved past it. Sure. Uh, which is not normal. Right. I-, I love to see one side of the car is like <laughs> still traumatized. Yeah. And the other one is just like, you want some tunes? Right. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, to see that, that like, yeah, so, so like just... Maybe if Henry and Otis had gotten into it and Henry killed Otis and Becky had nothing to do with it, Becky didn't even exist. Mm -hmm. Like, this is... Henry has still the same feelings. It's interesting that he feels the same way about this situation as he does when he kills a stranger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's just nothing for him. No no one is anything. Right. You know, everyone is just a potential murder victim to this guy. Which is what we find out in the next couple minutes. That's right. Everyone's the same. It's always the same and it's always different. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh... They get a motel room for the night, and then it cuts to him leaving the motel in the morning, and he loads up a suitcase into the trunk and leaves without Becky. Yeah. And then he pulls on the side of the road and dumps the suitcase, and it's a bloody mess. Yeah. And it's overpacked. Mm -hmm. Blood is spilling out of it. Right. It's it's Becky's corpse in the suitcase. (laughs) God. Yeah. Cue cue the music and the slow zoom on the suitcase and... Wow. I know. And he drives off. That's the end of this movie. I mean, the the, the bad guy won. The protagonist of the film technically is is unscathed, but he's like like the the the, the best person in this movie is Becky. Mm-hmm. And she is a dismembered corpse. She does on not the side deserve this. No. At all. No. She's a victim. Yep. Been a victim uh, her whole life. Yeah. And she has a daughter, we find out midway through the movie. Yep. And now we see her in a bag for no reason because of what other people have done to her. She's at no fault for any of this. It's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Man. You know, I, I, I'm, I, I wasn't as, tra- I mean, I'm, I'm traumatized while I'm watching the movie and now that we're talking about it, I, I just feel all kinds of hurt. You yeah, know, just it like sucks. thinking about Becky. And even in that car ride, she says, I love you, Henry. Ugh. And he says, I guess I love you too. Yeah. Uh 
man. Saying, I guess I love you. That's... Ooh. He knows when they leave the apartment that he's going to do this to Oh, Becky. yeah. He has... Yeah. So... so That's his only way out of this. Exactly. So, so in that moment when she says, I love you, I know it does... I know it's not a good thing to tell someone you love them when you don't really love them, mm-hmm. but it would have not hurt him one bit to pretend to care about Becky in that moment. Right. You know? Yeah. He doesn't even have to actually do it because he knows what he's going to be doing later. Mm-hmm. But just in that thing, like... Like give her one moment of of you know like like real care and real love, right? And you know like when they're at the when they're at the hotel and she's sitting on the on the on the bed playing the guitar and and again starts kind of like you know pouring out her heart to him. Uh-huh. He very callously you know like not ungentlemanly but still callously goes well, well we better get to bed right you know we're not talking right time to go to bed yeah and then I'm going to kill you Jesus yeah. Christ man. <sighs> Do you guys see why I don't like to watch this movie? <laughs> do, do you hear this? Yes. Exactly. Oh exactly. <laughs> this is my second and maybe last time. It's understandable. Okay. Dude. Right. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> um, anything else on the movie, Dave? Um, well, I, I, I guess we can just talk real quick about like the... the this movie is based on some real life figures. Yeah, um, yeah. Henry and Otis are, are, are like... Henry Lee Lucas was a serial killer who was... Uh, uh, apprehended and um, he confessed to like hundreds of murders. Um, wow. You know, and it, it turns out that he didn't commit nearly the mur- the murders that he confessed to. I guess he was like just helping out the, the arresting detectives who had a bunch of cold cases. Um, that, so they can close stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but he, he did commit a lot himself and Otis, he, he was, he was involved with this guy, Otis tool um, who he had picked up in Jacksonville and it was it was almost like th- this this exact thing where he was like kind of training Otis to to do to you know become like him, and wow. the the real Otis was the guy who kidnapped and murdered uh, John Walsh's son Adam. No way. That's the guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So unsolved mysteries mm-hmm. came out of this, <laughs> yeah. or, or America's, America's Most, Most Wanted. Wanted. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Whew. And also just the like of the production. We mentioned the producer who who gets told you know the the you know, fuck the bears by my, by, by Michael yeah, yeah, Booker. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, like he, he apparently wanted John McNaughton to do like a horror movie, uh, like, uh, what we knew of as like slasher films. Yeah. And what, what John McNaughton made was the movie we saw the most, one of the most psychologically disturbing pieces of cinema ever made. Mm-hmm. And he didn't quite know what to think of it. Didn't know what to make of how am I going to release this? Yeah, I, I this can't is, take this to Fangoria, you know. This is some disturbing stuff. I mean, it got an X rating yeah. off the bat, right? And it was one of the few films that caused the NC seventeen yes. to be created, yes. Because it, I mean, the history of the X is that now it's it means pornographic, right? Before it was just yeah, it was pornographic stuff, but anything that was ultra violent or mm-hmm. anything, it was always X, right? Like Clockwork Orange and Midnight Cowboy yeah. and stuff. They they got X ratings. Yeah, uh, so the, it, totally different reasons. So they, they split it finally. NC seventeen. Uh, there you go. Right. Uh, but yeah, and and it was only kind of like the, the the festival circuit and the championing of Roger Ebert that 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 like you know eventually like people started to see them. Yeah, he, when he saw this film, he was like, "All right, this is a landmark film." Yeah. And I, I think he put it on his top 10 of the yeah. 80s, maybe. Did he? Okay. He, it, it's on some of his lists. Okay. Like best whatever. I remember reading I his, I read his original review where he loved the movie, certainly. Yeah, yeah. He, he loves the movie. It's on, I mean, he must have seen something in it because, yeah. yeah, this might be the earliest serial killer movie that goes to this kind of disturbing links. Yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, certainly. like we've watched M. You know, oh yeah, which is a first prop. That is the first serial killer movie, right? But like this shows you the gruesome, you know, gritty reality of it. Of course, you know, and Silence of the Lambs wouldn't be here without this, probably, right? Or Seven, like you said, like right. that wouldn't be here because without this film. Yep. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. Dave, <laughs> <laughs> so, would you recommend it? Um, yes, I would recommend Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to give it four stars because I think it's an excellent movie, but I totally understand when people have decided they will never see it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to match you, Dave. Okay. I'm doing four stars. Cool. And I can only lightly recommend it yes. because, man, this movie's tough. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to watch. If you like this kind of stuff, if you like gritty realistic horror stuff or serial killer stuff watch it yeah if you can't handle this subject matter 
don't even look at the cover. Like, don't even, <laughs> don't even think about, don't even talk to someone named Henry. Because right. you'll, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Watch Cliffhanger. <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. Anyway, so that wraps things up. <laughs> if you like what you heard, please subscribe in iTunes, rate it, review it. Most of all, share it. Get some more dudes listening to the dudes. If you don't use iTunes, you can find us anywhere else. You get a podcast or go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there. Yeah, and we're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look for Dudes on Movies, and we have the email address, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. Please drop us a line. Yes, please do so. And our question of the week, Dave, what is the question of the week? Uh, what is your favorite Michael Rooker performance? And yeah. it's, it's a long filmography, and it's a varied filmography, so please think it's, hard. Yeah, very deep, and yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So stay tuned next week. We're going to cap off Horror Month on Halloween, Dave. And we're doing 1978's Halloween, directed by John Carpenter and starring Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm -hmm. So until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Mm